the FCS college football experience, big sky, 2023 season preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Join today at sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Once again, that is CFBX for twenty dollars off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, download the app and use the promo code DJ. And that's D E G E N. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. When they bet just five dollars on any college football bet, only a DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DGEN. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks regarding uh yeah, like the, there's a lot of new coaches in this mm-hmm. conference so you look and say okay, uh, uh what? Cal Poly, Idaho State, Sacramento State, Weber State all breaking in and Northern Colorado all breaking Northern in Colorado. yeah, all breaking in new head coaches. And then you look and, and and I would even raise it one higher and say like Idaho's second year coach mm-hmm. uh I mean it's a lot of, that's a lot of your conference with somewhat new coaching, you know? So uh, I don't know, but uh, let's talk about who we had at number six then, because I'm very curious because I did have Weber state at number six. Who'd you have? I really wanted to have Weber state at number six, honestly, but I think they have a favorable schedule. I have uh, UC Davis, the Aggies, a team that, I'm pretty excited about, but uh, I did have him falling here. Okay, so do you want to talk Weber? Or do you want to talk UC Davis first? Let, let's let's talk Weber because I feel like they do belong down this way. <laughs> uh, well, obviously Jay Hill, their legendary, like great coach for them. He's now the defense coordinator of BYU. He left, and he took a shit ton of transfers with him to BYU. I worry about that. I really do. Um, they have no real proven starter at quarterback. You know, uh, Brownson Barron transferred to Western Kentucky. So I don't know what I like. There's nothing super encouraging to me at the quarterback position. Uh, I get it. Weaver's been good for a long time. And maybe that's my mistake. I know they went out and got SMU wide out, uh, Jaylene record. Um, maybe he ends up being, you know, very, very good. But uh, when I look in general, they lose two of their top three in the running back room. I they're I feel like their whole defense is at BYU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what talk to me about why you 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 think they're going to be a lot better? 
So I'll, I'll tell you why I think they can be a lot better when we get to the schedule, because that's the main reason. I, th- I think they have a lot of favorable things going on in the schedule. Um, that what I'm really worried about is the head coaching hire. I, I, it's been such a defensive-minded program for so long, and you put the, the, the offensive-minded guy, the offensive coordinator. Mickey, uh, Mental, Mickey Mental, great name, yeah. great name. Yeah, yeah great name. And not only is is he the OC from this team, which you know, fine, well enough, but his only real job was coming from uh, Notre Dame, not the good one, not the great one that we all know, love. It's all of our favorite teams, obviously. No, it's Notre Dame, Ohio. <laughs> uh, which oh, I love really- that Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just- <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey, I got I got to uh, offer to play baseball there before. So there, <laughs> there you, you go. go. The soft spot in my heart. I turned it down. I hated baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he coached there from, uh, he coached there 2020 and 2021. He went 16 and two with two conference champs, um, before coming to be OC at, at Weaver. So, you know, he has a history of, of winning at the D2 level, I guess, but, uh, it's a, it's an interesting hire for a program that's, uh, you know, been good for so long. So like you said, quarterback questions, running back questions, wide receiver defense questions, questions which is normally the staple of their fucking team. <laughs> exactly. And which is what worries me when you hire the, or when you put the, uh, the OC in, but you do get Winston Reed back linebacker, Winston Reed, 94 tackles, three and a half sacks an interception, four fumbles forced. That guy's a beast could be defensive player of the year for the conference. Uh, Garrett back, back, back at linebacker, deba- defensive back, Maxwell Anderson, uh, linebacker, Jack Kelly, defensive tackle, Steve Bryant, those are all pretty solid names that do come back. And then, yeah, like the rest of them all went to hang out uh, with Jay Hill up there at BYU. Uh, 11 starters back in total five on offense, six on defense. Let's look at, let's get to the schedule. Cause they do open up Thursday night next week against central Washington, John Kitna's alma mater. Uh, they're going to, they're going to be that, that, that they will be one to know. Mickey Mantle's going to be flying high. But to me, this is where at Northern Iowa loss at Utah loss home to Montana state loss. And I even think because you go through those three in a row, you could very much lose to Northern Colorado in Greeley, Colorado. I'll still say that's a win. After that, I, I give them Northern Arizona as a win. They lose to UC Davis to me. Then they, I mean, shit, they could lose to Easter Washington. Then they get a bye week and then they're at Idaho state and then home to Idaho and at Cal Poly. And I feel like Cal Poly, by the time you play Cal Poly on November 18th, might be a little bit different of a Cal Poly team than they are in September. Buddy, I I think, look, I gave them Northern Colorado. I got them losing at Cal Poly. They're going to lose. They're going to get upset somewhere, somewhere we're not seeing. Where do you have them finishing? So I got them finishing uh, actually all the way up at number three because of some tiebreakers. So I got them seven and four, six and two in conference. Here's the thing. I love you getting UC Davis at home for homecoming. So uh, while I have them starting out one and three, I have them getting the win over Northern Colorado, win over Northern Arizona, win over uh, UC Davis at home. I do have them dropping the Eastern Washington game, but you come out of the bye, you get Idaho State. Uh, that should be a win. Idaho, that's the second leg of a back-to-back for Idaho there, um, which I think makes that really tough. That's a tough game. And I, I gave it to Weaver. Um, and then Cal Poly, I, I think that's a true 50, 50 game when you're on the road. And I think Weaver is the uh, better team and more proven commodity, especially when you look at that Cal Poly defense. So Wait, seven did, and four, six and two. Did you say you have him third? I do. That's hilarious. Cause I have UC Davis third. Oh, there you go. So we swapped. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about UC Davis because miles Hastings baller. 
dog. All right. Lan Lan Lannison or Larison. Uh, dog. All right. Like, I, dude, how do you not like this UC Davis team when you break it down? Um, Dan Hawkins, obviously proven coach, one of the coaches that got Boise started going in the right direction. Um, I mean, I Jordan, the offensive line stood out to me too, as as having a, a couple guys that really, they're one of the better offensive lines I think in the Big Sky with Jake Parks and uh, Jordan Ford. They they have some guys on the offensive line that I think you should be excited about, and even the defensive side of the ball. I thought the defensive side of the ball, uh, specifically the linebacking core, stood out to me. Uh, Tadai Buchanan, uh, Nick Eaton, Evan Tattersall, all solid players. And I and you add that with the defensive lineman, what Chuba Mayal? I don't know how to pronounce that Mayal, uh, but. Uh, buddy, and then you had Rex Connors in the secondary. I am buying in to uh, UC Davis and old Dan Hawkins, and there has been rumblings that they could be a, a school that could go to the Mountain West. This is a big year for them. Okay, they lose uh, what Gilliam at the running back mm-hmm. spot, but I kind of, I kind of love the fact they're bringing back the quarterback spot, and I think their their defense has got studs. Talk to me about why you're fading, my boy. Dan Hawkins. It's the big 12. It's the big, it's the big sky. Right? Go so, play in murals, brother. Right. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. T- talk to me. So my one through six, I have like really, really razor thin and it's all coming down to like single games here. So one of the big problems is uh, I had Weber state ahead of them and that's because they play at Weber state. So uh, Dan Hawkins, not somebody I've traditionally trusted. I, I mean, crushed it with Boise. Definitely, but really struggled with Colorado 19 and 39 from 2006 to 2010. Uh, you know, doing okay here at Davis 37 and 29. You got to love that. Three winning seasons. He does have a big sky championship uh, in his back pocket back in 2018. So there's some things to like, but I, I mean, you do lose Gilliam. That's that's a big loss. That's almost 1,200 yards uh, and 13 touchdowns that's walking out of the building. They bring back a lot at wide receiver that I did like. Um, Defense, you do lose uh, Devon King, a pretty good defensive back. Linebacker, Jay Smalley. Um, defensive back, uh, Chris Ven- Venable. So some names going out there. But honestly, I, I think this is a really good team. And it's a team that I wanted to be higher than Weber State. It's just that they play on the road. And that's that's a tough road environment to go I to. I want to remind you that last year they didn't have a quarterback. People were trying to figure out who their quarterbacks were, right? At preseason. They are like, I don't know. They went to the Dyke House in Brookings, South Dakota, to take on the eventual national champion Jackrabbits. Right? Mm-hmm. They lost by two. They lost by two. Right? They lost to Weber State by five last year. Mm-hmm. Now they did lose by seventeen in in Bozeman, but six point loss to Sac State in a game they were up in the second half. They beat the Idaho Vandals at the Kibbe Dome. Buddy, this team is a lot better than people realize. I think that I think if you can get odds on them to win the conference, I think it might be worth sprinkling a little bit as a long shot here. Uh, let's talk about their schedule because week I can't wait. Next Thursday, they are heading to Commerce, Texas, to take on Texas A&M Commerce. I think they're going to beat Texas A&M Commerce, but I am. They need to make sure they don't shit the bed here because I, I think Commerce is going to be a little bit better than people think. Uh, we were, 
we were a little different on commerce. I, I, I kind of think commerce uh, could struggle this year. So I definitely got him getting that win. Yeah. I got him one and Oh two. Then they head to Reeser stadium to take on America's team, Oregon state, the Beavers. They're going to get their ass kicked in that game. Uh, they will be one and one. And then this game's huge home to Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds. I got them winning this one, but I, they need to take this seriously because uh, I think Southern Utah is going to be a little bit better than people think too. Uh, go check out our, our, our UAC preview, but uh, you got them winning this one. I do have them winning that one. Yes, buddy. And then this is where it gets great. They're going to beat Eastern Washington at, at the Davis health stadium. They're going to go to Spano stadium and beat and beat down the Mustangs at Cal poly. I think they're going to beat Montana in Davis, California. Right. And that's going to have them coming in red hot as they go to Stewart stadium in Ogden, Utah. And I think they're going to win. And I think they're going to be sitting there smelling themselves at six and one. And the backside of the schedule is pretty fucking great because they head to the sky dome. I think they could win that. They they're home to Portland state. I think they could win that guy. Do worry about the father son matchup in Holt arena in Pocatello. And then they're home to Sac state. This is a great schedule. I I'm telling you, I think they could finish second. I think they could finish first. They avoid Montana state. And I kind of think they're better than every other team on their schedule, except, you know, Oregon state. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Honestly, I think, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of conference cannibalism here from uh, teams two through six, honestly, in this conference, uh, there's one team that I think is a little bit head and shoulders above everyone else. And, and, and this team happens to dodge that team that I do think that about. So, um, that, you know, I have them, the, the back end of the schedule is what you really, really got to love after that bye, uh, I have them going three and one losing to Sac state. I would, I do like that that game's at home, but I think at that point, Sacramento state does bring back enough that uh, they're going to be a dangerous uh, out at that point. So I have them dropping that game seven and four five and three in conference for me. So I, I do think highly about this team. And uh, I am worried that you could be more uh, correct than I am on this one. Okay. So who do you got? Who do you got at number five? Then at number five, I have Montana, the Grizz. We, we agree. We agree here. Now I'll be actually, you know what? I think I switched actually. I haven't fourth. I, I have Sac state fifth. I originally wrote this up as Sac state uh, fourth Montana fifth, but I switched last second as I was doing a little homework on the Grizz. So let's talk about this Grizz team. Bobby Hawk, obviously, he's been to the mountaintop in Missoula, but he's getting a little pressure here to win. Big year for him. Uh, and they have a lot of questions. They lost a lot of production. Um, but I'm kind of uh, of the opinion that A, they have one of the best home environments. So I think that always works to their favor. Um, and I just feel like with the other coaching uncertainties, that was my difference on them, on me, not taking Sac state, although Sac state from a, from a, probably a roster standpoint might have the more talented roster, but um, I kind of like, so, so the Grizz, they go out and get uh, the Oregon state. They have the Oregon state transfer. What's his name? A quarterback, um, Sam Vidlock, former Boise state and Oregon state quarterback. I like that get, um, yeah, they, they, they lose some guys that I feel like they probably should have had their big year last year. They didn't. I understand the heat, but I think there's too many good players on this roster for them to be, to be terrible here. I like the tight end Cole, Cole Grossman. I think he's good. Um, 
they got a couple guys. Wide receiver Aaron, uh, Aaron, what is it? Aaron Fontes. That's a player. Um, same with uh, Junior Bergen. They got Nick Ostmo at the uh, the old running back spot. I feel like the offense is pretty complete. And when I look at the defense, uh, I like the defense more than the offense. To tell you the truth, uh, Le- Leva uh, Levy. John Acaro at the linebacker spot, stud. Alex Gubner on the defensive line, stud. Um, and I just kind of buy into uh, you know, the fact that Bobby Hawk knows what the hell he's doing. I like the secondary too with Garrett Garrett Graves and Corbin Walker. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Grizz. Yeah, so uh it is looking like Vidlack is probably gonna be the guy. And and like you said, he does have a really good running back coming back. You do lose Marcus Knight, who uh, 2021 was a huge player for them last year. Uh, he, he got injured. He got injured uh, and didn't really play too. Or I, th- I believe it was 2020 where he really blew up and had a big season, but he, he got injured at some point, came back last year and uh, really was just kind of a role player for him. Isaiah Childs is a former three-star Akron uh, running back though. And Xavier Harris, both of those guys come back and have experience. So I think the running back room's looking good. Uh, wide receivers looking pretty deep. You covered a lot of those guys defense. You got a lot of names coming in three-star safety transfer, uh, Trajan cotton coming in for more Oregon state defensive end. Hayden Harris coming in from UCLA. Also three-star Riley Wilson, three-star, uh, coming in, uh, defensive back, Ronald Jackson coming in from Akron. He's a three-star ton of names coming in on defense on the defensive unit that I think was already solid. So, um, there's a lot of reason to be excited about this team. And and I do think it is really important for Bobby Hawk to start getting this team up towards the top of the conference, especially with the roster turn or uh, coaching turnover. Yeah. And, and new, new OC, new DC Brent peace coming in for the offense, Ronnie Bradford, former Colorado Buffalo defensive back who recently coached at uh, USC coming in on the defensive side of the ball. Let's talk about the schedule. Uh, I, I, one of my favorite games of the season or is on this schedule. So look, they're going to beat the shit. I think out of Butler and Utah tech to start the mm-hmm. season week three, Ferris state comes Bueller. Uh, this is a sneaky game, sneaky fucking game. Don't take this one for granted or you will lose. I've watched a lot of Ferris state in the studio, uh, but let's say three and oh, and then I think they slide down to the sky dome and get the dub four and home to Idaho state five and oh, and then I think they're going to be rolling until this two game stretch. Cause I think they're going to lose at UC Davis. Like they're going to lose at Idaho and then they're going to bounce back after a bye week beat Northern Colorado beat Sacramento state. This was the difference for me, the coaching. And then the fact it's in Missoula, that is the difference in me taking them. I also think they beat Portland state and Portland on, on November 11th. And then they unfortunately lose the brawl of the wild. Uh, on November 18th. What games did you have differently there? And what was your, what was your record? Yeah. So uh, the, the really the spots that I was looking at is that I think that that beginning of the season puts you in some really uh, like cruise control mode. And I think Northern Arizona is a team that's really uh, dangerous when you're playing them in Flagstaff. And I think that that is kind of why I gave them the loss there. Uh, you start off so soft. I mean, you know, you do have to watch out for the fair state game. I agree there. Um, but then you got Idaho state on deck after that game. So I think that's an easy look ahead spot where you're kind of in cruise control and you don't pay attention and you drop a dumb one. I have them dropping the second leg of the back-to-back against Idaho. Um, they lost it last year. And I, I think Idaho still has more firepower than them this year. And then I have them losing the brawl of the wild at the end of the year. I think Montana state is still uh, just the better team. So sorry to say that for the Grizzlies fans. I know they probably hate us. But, 
<laughs> Eight and three, five and three in conference for me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Look folks, before we, uh, we got a few more teams to preview, but I want to tell you, we're brought to you by game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that's near you. Uh, so forget planning months in advance. Game time has tickets on deals right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee also means you'll always get the best price. This is a fantastic guarantee because if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. Yes. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use the uh, promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, uh, create an account and redeem that code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. August is almost over. And you know what that means? Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team. So get on over to underdog fantasy uh, and get, get, you gotta get ready. You gotta get championship ready for your home league by trying out best balls uh, on uh, underdog fantasy best ball. I'm sorry. I, I, I fucked up that part of the read, but yeah, best ball on underdog fantasy because you ever done best ball? If, if maybe you're just wondering what the hell is that? Well, it's fantastic because you basically, it, you know, it can be annoying. Sometimes you might forget to turn turn in your your roster each week. Maybe your you know wife's pregnant. I don't know something crazy there, right? Uh, but all you have to do is is you know do one snake draft live, no waivers, no trades. You set it, forget about it, and Underdog does all of the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time, with fifteen million dollars up for grabs, including three million to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all, people? Uh, visit UnderdogFantasy.com and find them in the App Store, or sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Uh, concerned with your play? Call one eight hundred Gambler. All right, we are back on the college football experience as we are breaking down the big sky and folks uh very excited for this race. It does seem a little chalkier than most years. Shout out to Lane Elliott in the chat who says, "I'm always I always love the FCS football talk. Let's go." Um and uh yeah, I mean it, it's a little chalkier than most years, but uh, let's talk about uh Sac state, because that's one that you had ranked higher than Montana. I expect a little regression now that Troy Taylor is off at Stanford. Now I understand the logic. Andy Thompson was the defensive coordinator for Sac state a year ago, uh, the past couple years, I believe. And so he was there. He's got continuity. He's going to run that same offense, I think, but defense wasn't very good. And they just, they still lost they lost enough guys. Now I know they went out and got Carson camp from South Dakota and that's a very good get, but Asher O'Hara is gone. Uh, Dunaway gone. Scadaboo is now at Arizona state. They lose enough guys where I worry about, uh, you know, I still think they're going to be solid from a, from a talent perspective alone. I think they will be they're They're solid enough to be a threat week in week out to beat anybody. But I got my concerns. I mean, yes, Marcus Fulcher, the running back, he's going to be fine. I think I also, the receipt, the offense will probably still move CJ Sutton at the wide receiver spot. Tight end uh, Marshall Martin is, is good too. Um, 
The defensive side of the ball, though, I, I do worry. I understand they returned Caleb Nelson in the secondary and uh, got a few other guys that that I think are noteworthy. But uh, why are you taking them over? Uh, say the Montana Grizzlies. Yeah, so I, I do like it, it. It is the continuity as a part of it. Um, I do like the hire, bringing in the defensive coordinator Andy Thompson. I do like that. I I love the Carson Camp get. I mean, that's a guy he has 19 starts under his belt, over 4,000 yards uh, throughout his career. So um, Asher O'Hare, that's a big loss. I mean, <laughs> that's a that's a ton of your offense right there, and then losing Dunaway too. So, uh, but I think Carson Camp gives you the consistency of of one quarterback, one set quarterback that can throw the ball slinging around. I think the running back position is going to be safe. You mentioned Fulcher. Uh, I, I don't know if he's as good as Skidaboo, but I, I think he's going to be fine along with uh, Elijah Tau Tolliver wide receiver tight end. That, that position is completely stacked up defense. You still are bringing back Armand Bailey. Their leading tackler had five sacks last year, two fumbles forced. Uh, another name that I, I saw Dylan junior from, uh, or he's the defensive back seven passes defended two interceptions last year. Um, they bring back enough on both sides of the ball and keep the coaching continuity that I, I think this team has a decent shot to really stay competitive. And uh, as much as I kind of thought they were going to drop, it's a team that went 11 and 0 last year. I have them dropping from that, but it's hard to see them like really plummet. Yeah. I mean, the two previous years, they won nine games and they ended up winning 12 last year because mm-hmm. they won an FCS playoff game over Richmond. Uh, let's talk about the schedule because out the gate, I think they're going to be fine at Nichols. Thursday, I think that's not Thursday night. Uh, then uh, home to Texas A&M Commerce. I think they'll win both of those and be two and zero. And then uh, then it gets tr- tricky to me. That game they play Troy Taylor at, on the farm in Palo Alto. That game is going to be fantastic. I'm I, I'm very excited to watch that game. That's winnable because they're going to know what Troy Taylor likes to do. I still take Stanford to win that game. So I got them two and one out the gate. You I actually have them uh, one and two. I have them dropping the Nichols game, man. I, I, I really, really uh, just believe in Nichols. I think they're going to bounce back. I, I think they got enough continuity and enough guys back. Uh, Interesting. It, it's, it's a long ass trip, man. I know it's week that one, is. but that's a long ass trip to Louisiana. Okay. Well then they, they come out and uh, they play at, at Idaho after Stanford. I got them losing that. So I got them two and two. So you got them one and three, one and three. All right. And then they're home to Northern Arizona. Interesting game, but I got them winning that. Uh, so I got them going to uh, three and two. You got them going two and three. I take it. Yes, sir. Two and three. Then they get the bye week. And then after the bye week, they head to Northern Colorado. Then they're home to Montana state and home to Idaho state. I got them going two and one there. You. Yeah. So I got them getting Northern Colorado and I have them getting Idaho state on homecoming, but, uh, that, that that game against Montana State, that's Idaho's on deck for them. I, I don't want to say that you're going to overlook Sacramento State because they won the conference last year. Um, but, you know, maybe with a slow start like I have Sacramento State getting, you know, you get it done there mm. at Hornet Stadium. So I, I do have them pulling the upset against Montana State. Mm, mm, interesting. And then uh, uh, at Montana, which I have as a loss, home to Cal Poly, which I think could be interesting on November 11th. And then at UC Davis, which I have a loss. So I have them losing when it's all said and done. I have them losing five times. I think they go six and five. A little bit of re- regression for Andy Thompson in year one. What are you doing? Yeah, I got them seven and four, but six and two in conference. So that's the uh, that Montana State win. That's the big difference for me in this in this razor thin race up here at the top. Wow. Okay. So now we jump over, and so who do you have at third? You already said this, right? You have Weaver. Uh, Weaver. Yeah. Correct. 
So we only have two teams left to talk about, and I'm curious who do you have at number two because it's probably the same as me. Uh, it, the Vandals. Yeah, this is my number four, but yeah, Sacramento State was my two. Idaho Vandals is my four. Woo! The di- the disrespect. <laughs> uh, hey man, this this is a team that hadn't made the playoffs since 1995. I get it. Good showing last year, and you got the quarterback that we're all excited about. But it's still a, a relatively new head coach. They had um, a freshman quarterback, dude. Last year <laughs> they should have hosted a playoff game too. Remember, because of that unfortunate mm-hmm. accident, they had to go down to Louisiana. Uh, and I know they start the season with three three road games, mm-hmm. but at the same time, folks, folks, stop it with all this nonsense here. Uh, they have one of the best quarterbacks in. in in college football with Giovanni McCoy, I thought it was a great f- first season uh, for McCoy. And you look at this Vandals team, I get excited. I like Jermaine Jackson and Hayden Hatton at the wide receiver spots. I think that's, you know, super elite. I like Anthony Woods at the running back spot. The offense is going to move the ball, the defensive side of the ball. Um, Trey Thomas at the linebacker spot, stud. David Rowe on the defensive line, stud. Um, J- uh, Jakari Lamont or L- Lamond on the defensive line as well, stud. And then you got Mervin Kenyon in the secondary. Tommy McCormick, Marcus Harris. What am I missing? This is a complete football team. Even Ricardo Chavez, the kicker, is a stud. You are making a mistake, fading the Vandals. I know they play in that filthy kibby dope, but I've been up there to Moscow. All right, and. I'm buying in, buddy. I think they could be a threat too. I'm excited to see because I, I feel like Montana State, everyone's picking them, and I'm like, man, UC Davis, Idaho. I think they might be able to give them a little bit of a test. Talk to me about why you're not as bullish on the Vandals. So yeah, I mean the fact that Eck, long time, long time coach, O line coach specifically since 2004, but last year was uh, really his first job, first head coaching job, and I mean he did a hell of a job. Like I said, first time since 1995 getting them to the playoffs. That's great, and the offense you're dead on looks great. Defense, I do have some concerns. You lose linebacker Fave, Fave, same name twice, but he was their number one tackler, two sacks, two fumbles forced. Linebacker Paul Moala. Uh, transfers to Georgia Tech, two sacks, three interceptions for that guy. Um, another linebacker, Julian Falenko, Falanico, he's gone. Jeremiah Salam in the secondary, gone. Defensive lineman, Leo Tamba, gone. Uh, so you lost a lot on defense there. And then uh, what we really got a key on, what I'm really concerned about, three straight road games to start the season, a back-to-back in the middle of the season, and a back-to-back road trip at the end of the season. They, they have them all strung together, and that's really, really tough. He's the sampled pork Pittman of the FCS. Look at <laughs> last year's losses. Seven point loss at Wazoo. Mm-hmm. Thirteen point loss to Indiana, and that game was closer than that score. Indiana mm-hmm. dressed that thing up, right? Three point loss at Sacramento State. It went undefeated. And then, okay, they actually got beat down by by UC Davis. But even in the FCS first round, they should have won that game. Uh, that game shouldn't even been played in Hammond, Louisiana. It should have been in the, the Kibbe Dome, but they lose by three in very in the very last seconds of that game. I think this team is, and that was with the freshman quarterback. You're telling me he's back and all those pieces. Uh, uh-uh. I think this team is playing ball this year, buddy. And uh, let's talk about this schedule. Cause Thursday they're at Lamar in Beaumont, Texas next Thursday. That's a dub and check this out. You want bold? They're going to Reno, Nevada, and they're going to beat the Wolfpack in Nevada and go two and zero. You? 
No, I feel pretty confident that they actually do beat Nevada. I mean, we saw Incarnate Word go in there last year, smoke that team. I mean, if, if, uh, what is it, Ken Wilson, right? He doesn't have that defense coached up. Idaho is going to do the same exact thing. So I got 2 0 as well. And then the Golden Bears, you want to, you want to talk about uh, what you're already in the pack four. You want to talk about potential devastation? I think Cal gets Idaho, but that game's more intriguing than I thought it would be. Couple of years ago, uh, then they're home to Sac State. I think they get Sac State. Then I think they go to E Dub in Cheney. Now it's a tough five games there in a way. Well, Lamar not, but uh, I think they will get E Dub and Cal Poly. I think they're going to go undefeated on the road there. And then I got them beating the Grizz at the Kibbe Dome on October fourteenth. They get a bye week then, and they're hosting Montana State. You got to love the fact you get both Montana schools. Now it's not ideal to get both on the schedule, but at least both have to go to that filthy Kibbe Dome. So. All right, got Montana State winning that game, but <clears throat> when it's all said and done, that's the only like clear cut loss I see besides Cal. Yeah, same. I, th- I think there's a lot of opportunity on this schedule. I mean, not same exact because I do have them dropping the Cal Poly. Uh, like I said, when we talked about them, I think that game's going to be a big shootout there. And right before that big Montana game for homecoming, I just mm-hmm. think it's an easy spot on the second leg of a back to back to fall asleep at the wheel and maybe lose to a five star quarterback. Um, interesting spot there. And then the Weber state game, second leg of a back-to-back, I have them dropping another one there. I do have them dropping to Montana state as well. Um, but I do love getting both Montana schools at home and I do have them beating the Grizz. So seven and four, five and three for me. Uh, well that we both have the same team. Number one, and that is the Montana state Bobcats. And really, uh, I feel like this is a somewhat easy breakdown. Um, well, you know, what's interesting though. They might have some coaches suspended for some DUIs <laughs> that, I mean, maybe that makes it a little more interesting than I feel like everything I've read has this thing going chalk. Uh, Tommy Malott is back at the quarterback spot. He's a stud. Um, so uh, that, that, I mean, he's, they, I think Sean chambers is back too. So they have yeah. depth at the quarterback spot. And uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of just like this whole roster. Uh, it's really nothing that I don't like about this team. I think they could, I'm intrigued to see if, uh, if you know, this team can potentially knock off uh, South Dakota state week two. So um, I don't know. I, what, what, what do you make of uh well, as my, as my <laughs> thing just went out, but uh, what do you make of this squad? I'll tell you one thing. Uh, it was very interesting that I didn't know about this program. Actually, they're the only program in college football to win national championships on three different levels. They won one in the NAIA, they won one at D2 and then FCS in 1984. So only college football program to win at three different levels. I thought that was pretty damn impressive. Um, oh, you hit all the names, man. They're all back. There's like uh, just a couple guys, uh, Willie, Willie Patterson, wide receiver one last year. He's gone. Robbie Alston. Uh, he is gone as well, but Clevin Thomas is a three-star Kentucky transfer. Formerly he is back uh, a couple tight ends, uh, Trayton Pickering, Derek Snell, both back taco dollar back at wide receiver. They bring in a four-star Washington wide receiver transfer, uh, Laniata Alexander and a three-star Colorado state transfer, uh, wide receiver Ty McCulloch. So even when you find a position that they might've lost some, they're back and they, they refill they, it. So they have the best defensive line 
in uh-huh. in the in the conference too with uh, Brody Grebe, Sebastian Valdez, and then Blake Schmidt. I mean, this defensive line mm-hmm. is really good. I think they're gonna crush. What does uh, Conan the Barbarian say? Crush their enemies and have them <laughs> driven before you. Uh let's look at the schedule though, man, because man, they got a great week two matchup. Week one, they get Utah Tech. Should be good. And Dixie State, that's a win. Then they head to take on the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. I cannot wait to watch that game. Uh, then home the Stetson, and then at Weber State. Remember Weber State? Uh, you know, I feel like that game was one of the craziest games I saw last year. Weber State at Montana State, when there was like ten safeties, I feel like in that game. This long snapper, Weber probably would have won the game if it wasn't for the long snapper. We got to make sure he's not involved in this Iowa gambling ring. Um, then they're home to Portland State. They get a bye week. They're home to Cal Poly, and then at Sac State and at Idaho. That's a little tricky. That's a little tricky there. Uh, then home to Northern Arizona, home to E Dub, and then the Brawl of the Wild in Missoula. So you never know. I got them losing one game, maybe two. You? Yeah, I got them dropping two overall South Dakota State and Sacramento State right before the Idaho game. Seven and one in conference, nine and two overall for me. Man, I think Idaho's in a good spot to get them, though, man. Halloween mm-hmm. weekend. That fucking filthy dome is going to be rocking. They need, a, they need an outdoor stadium in Moscow. What do we got to do to get an outdoor stadium in Moscow? Uh, yeah, we're going chalk though. Both. So how many, how many teams get to the playoffs? I think the number's five, man. I think this conference gets five and maybe a sixth can sneak in, but I think five for sure. Yeah, I think so too. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Fascinating to watch down the stretch. I love this conference folks. We only got one more conference preview left the Missouri Valley. And that will be coming out Friday night. And we will also pick the three the three week zero FCS matchups. So make sure you subscribe to the FCS college football experience, wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, and remember we got three FCS games this weekend, North Alabama, Mercer, Jackson state, South Carolina state, and Fordham, Albany football's back, baby. And we're back. All right. Make sure you give uh, golf coast guru, AKA Mike Rose, a follow shout out to Maddie ice in the, in the chat who's saying Weber state all fucking day. There we go, man. Uh, yes. Uh, but give Mike a follow on Twitter at GCG underscore wins as uh, you know, you can talk a little shit to him. You can talk a little shit to him. If he, you know, he's disrespecting the Grizz, he's disrespe- disrespecting UC Davis and Dan Hawkins Go over there. Tell him, tell him how you feel. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. So give us a follow the FCS college football experience. Uh, Folks, that's our show. All right. Make sure you check out all of our feeds. Once again, we're on iTunes. Get on over there. Give us a five-star review. All right. The FCS college football experience, iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be found. All right. We also host the college football experience, not the FCS college football. Well, yes, the FCS, but also the college football experience and the college basketball experience. When the season tips, I'll be here every single night of the season. talking college hoops. Yeah. Every night. Bring it on, motherfuckers. We've been doing this for years. We also host the uh, college baseball experience, and we have the Big 12 experience now as part of the family. All those are separate podcasts, but they come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend, and check out the Sports Gambling Podcast as they broke down all 32 NFL teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. And they'll be on VEASAN every Friday, live from Las Vegas. So uh, check out that. 
and uh, get the SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store and come talk FCS football with us in the discord sports podcast.com slash discord until next time, folks, this is the FCS college football experience. Big sky style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.